You are listening to the Righteous Nation Church teachings, a teaching that brings you the truth of how Jesus has done for you and how you have access to, causing you to receive the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness so you will reign in life, reigning in your body, in your business, at your job, in your academics, and all that you do. Today's teaching is timely. And it's the Lord God speaking to you through our host, Pastor Raphael. Be blessed as you listen. I want to open your Bible to the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 6. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In fact, let's start from verse 3. Say, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, who has what? Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. So, we are, we are the blessed one already. We have been blessed. I don't know what you are trusting God for. I don't know what you are believing God for. But, we are the blessed one already. God has blessed us. God has blessed us. That is what? That we received. Hallelujah. Look at the next thing that he said. He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. That means God sees you to be the holy person. He sees us to be the holy person. And then He makes sure we are blameless before Him in love. When God looks at us in love, we are blameless. We are holy. Then in verse 5 says, And having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself, according to the good pleasure of His will, the emphasis, which is going to be the emphasis that I'm going to share. So the praise of the glory of His grace. <laughs> to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he had made us accepted in the beloved. Look at that verse again. He said to the praise, to the praise of the glory of his grace. That means when you think about God's grace, you should always be happy, be full of praise because there's something special about God's grace. But then, what makes it so special? I say there's a glory that comes with it. Say, to the praise of the glory of his grace. This when we talk about, you know, when we talk about grace of God, ah, let's just share the grace. This is what Jesus Christ, right? We are used to that everywhere. Watch it. But most people they say, when we think about God giving us His grace, it's like there's so much glory that comes with it. And one of the places that glory comes to manifest that He makes sure we are what we are accepted in the beloved. You know, when I think about God's grace for me, grace simply means what God can do. The only thing God do without me qualifying for it. I'm not in the right position to, to make sure God should do it for me, but God still get to do it for me. That's grace. I'm not supposed to have access to it, but God still makes I have access to it. That's grace. For instance, I'm not supposed to have God as my father, but God says he's my father. That's grace. I'm not supposed to be forgiven of my sins. God says he has forgiven of my sins. That's grace. I'm not supposed to think I'm going to make heaven, or I'm going to be in heaven, but God says heaven is already my home. That's grace. Everything God does for us, without us being in position to to be worthy of it, to be able to receive it, to think that we are qualified for it, that's grace. Hallelujah. But where is this grace starting for? He said, He has made us be worth to be accepted in the beloved. Who is this beloved? If you look at where we are coming from, he's talking about what? Jesus Christ, right? Talk about adopted, adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to Himself. And again, I say, accepted in the beloved. Now, but the goal is the focus is when we talk about the Father God has shared His grace for us, He has given us His grace. Where it started from is him letting us know that we have been accepted in his love. And what does that mean? If there's ever a time I can think of love on earth, then God loves me so much. 
He has accepted me. I said, I don't know what you've done. I don't know where you've been. I don't know things that you've gone through. I don't know the challenges. Are you with me? But the truth is, God said, it doesn't matter where you've been. If you believe in Christ, God has accepted in this beloved. That is God has moved from wherever you used to be, whatever you have done, no matter whether big or good or whatever it is, He has now brought you to be in His beloved. Where you are, every second of the day, every hour of the day, every minute of the day, in everything that you do, you are in His beloved. That you are in a place of love. You are, the, you are in a place of love. It doesn't matter people hating on you. It doesn't matter even you hating yourself. You know, sometimes you can hate yourself. Maybe <laughs> because you did something like, ah, God, ah! Or even just me, you, you made the wrong decision in the business. Ah, done the right thing. You can, we, can, we hate ourselves. And science has proven that when we get to hate on ourselves, that's more reason people get to be sick. When you hate yourself, we are, we are trying to punish ourselves for what God is not punishing ourselves for, and we get to be forced to But the focus is this even when we hate ourselves, even when people hate us, even when nobody is showing us love, God said, I have you in my love. God said, I have you in my love. That means it doesn't matter how you do not feel loved, how you are emotionally down, not feeling the love. Nobody is showing you any love. Nobody is showing any sign of the love. God said, I have you in my beloved. I have you in my beloved. And what does that mean? It means no matter what, God will never stop loving you. It doesn't matter what you do. For He told us from the beginning, when the gospel was beginning to be shared with us, said, For God so loved the world, and He gave His only begotten Son. There are some, so many that could believe in Him, they will have what? Eternal life, they will not perish. Hallelujah. Now, God gave that love. Now, if you receive that love by believing in Christ, now you've now been accepted in the love. That's where you live. Imagine you take yourself with everybody and say, God, oh, I live in your love. As in, I'm reminded every day. It doesn't matter. You know, sometimes I'm coming in a portable inside the bus. Like yesterday when I was reaching out, a guy was just in here. I told him already, I was living around the church from here, trying to go see one of my brethren uh, to follow up. And I told him already, from here to Usoba Junior should be what? 15 euro, right? Or just after Usoba, around that room was say junction. 15 euro. And, and I, I told him already, I said, I have 500 euro on me. See, no man, I have, you know, when you enter portable bus, you didn't tell them you have money and you will not be chatting on you. So I already understood that. I told the guy, I have a dinner around me. So this is the day. Do you have change? He said, yes, enter. And I go to room was to come begin to talk. Ah, I should pay all the dinner. I said, why should I pay all the dinner? Because I have five all the dinner. Didn't I tell you before I enter? You know, that kind of just provoking you. But my point is this. Even though this kind of anger comes at times, I just remind myself, I'm in God's love. And I get to caution my response. You get to caution the way I talk. You get to go the way I see myself all the time. Sometimes when I feel weak and down, so that when I don't have money, I don't have anything on me, I remember saying I'm in God's love. Because you cannot be in God's love. And you don't have access to what God is giving to you. Most of the time, the reason why we do not have access to what God is providing for us every second because we do not accept God to be loving us. We hate on ourselves. And because we hate on ourselves, we hate on others. And those who you are hating on, they might be the one God has wished to help you. Because we are hating. But then, what does it really mean? Or what does it mean to be the beloved? So God put in my heart that there's a man called David in the scripture. You might not know, but the name David actually means beloved. The name David in the Hebrew text means beloved. So as I was praying uh, earlier this morning, God began to share in my heart that, okay, what does it mean to be in the beloved? What does it mean to be loved by God? What do you have access to? You know, if it's a man loving a girl, right? You know what the girl have access to? The romance, from there to sex. From the, if it's a married, in the married contest now, she then all those kind of enjoyment, buying gifts and all of that. If you just know relationship, 
you can talk about whatever they can give themselves, right? Now, but for us, God having us in His love, what does that mean? What does that mean? So let me quickly show you two things that it means. And see how it's going to affect everything that you do. So quickly flip your Bible to the book of Samuel. Remember I said the name David means beloved. First Samuel now, first Samuel. Oh, Marago Shataya. Father, you open our eyes to receive what you have for us this morning. You open our eyes to receive. You open our eyes to receive how we have been accepted in your beloved. In the name of Jesus. Are you there? First Samuel 16, yeah. From verse 13. Ah, Rabago Shataya. Koromorongo Shataya. Amiga. Alright. Are you there now? First Samuel 16, I want you to look at it because when I share the word of God, I want people to see it. When you see it, you'll be able to go home. It's not just be my words that you're going on with. Because my words are already anointed by the power of the Holy Ghost to minister, to minister to us like never before. Hallelujah. But then when you see it yourself, you can affirm it. Hallelujah. Now look at it. Now let me start with this. I already said that David means what? Beloved. In the Hebrew, in the Hebrew context. So from these days, anyway you study David, anyway you are studying your Bible and you see David, just always replace it with what? Beloved. Sorry, you see how it's going to make more sense to you. So in this place, he said what? Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David. Let me take that place again. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon the beloved. Do you understand that? Let me take it again. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from, from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Now, if you understand that David means what? Beloved. And you know you have been accepted in the beloved. Are you following? That means you are the what? You are that one, that, that person that is loved by God. You are the beloved of God now. So let's put that beloved here now. That means that's then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his what? Brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon the beloved from that day forward. What I want to say is, when God says we have been accepting his beloved, hallelujah, it means that moment, that hour, that seconds, that we can remember we have been accepted in the beloved, we are open to have the spirit of the Lord working on us mightily. Because that's what it is of God. In the, in the case of David, David was the anointed to be a king, right? And of course, God sent somebody to go and anoint him. But you, you're already a king in the kingdom. I don't know if that's why even in administration we call people king. Go and find out. You've got a message for me that says king, right? You call people king. Why? Because that's who God says he has made us king and priest. So that we could reign on earth. So while David was anointed to be a king, God has already anointed us to be a king. But then how do we function in this anointing? Look at it, he said, from that day forward, they want the spirit of the Lord to rest upon him. Do you know what it means for the spirit of the Lord to rest upon you? It means there's nothing you do that you know prosper. It means there's nothing you want to you want that you not come to you. The Spirit of the Lord is Holy Ghost coming on you. There are two dimensions of the Spirit of the Lord. There's one that we talk about, infinite of the Holy Spirit. I mean God's Spirit on our inside. And the one that comes upon us. The one that comes upon us is for us to be able to do things, to work in the supernatural. That's why when you can get to your work, and you say, I'm the beloved of God. You are aware that when you say I'm the beloved, beloved of God, that means you are aware that what? God's Spirit is upon you to do the extraordinary today. That's what it means. When I say I'm the beloved of God, that means I have access. I'm aware now. I have that confidence that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because I'll be anointed already. If you're a Christian, we'll be anointed. Anointing come upon us every time we start to pray. Every time we read the Word of God, like we just read, anointing come upon you. When you wake up every day, as a matter of fact, I will say there's an unction in you. And that unction, you can 
make sure you wear it up, make it come up and rise up to overshadow you as you pray. So literally, it's not, it's not that somebody come and lay hand on you. Like that somewhere. It's not someone come and plan. There's a dimension for that you have been sent to ministry work. They did that for me last year. I was being sent for ministry work. The poor not tell me. I believe I was impacted rightly. I think that minister will have done that for me. Hallelujah. But then, as a Christian, you should know that God's hand is already upon you. So when I pray for God, I always tell them, God hands upon you. What does it mean of that? It means it's upon you to anoint you, to release his spirit upon you. Now, how would you have that spirit manifested that you want to conscious right? You are the David of God today. Because David's name is to be beloved. Now, this is what it means. Show up every day. Step out. Do whatever you are supposed to do. Knowing that you are the what? You are the beloved of God. You are the one that you are sitting in his beloved. And as you do that, that word that I mean that you are open to us to have this love manifest upon you that is supernatural. It means when you came out to your work, you step, you step there, you open whatever you are supposed to do. As the beloved. It doesn't matter what they are saying around, it doesn't matter what's in the news. No, the news everywhere now is full of evil news, right? It doesn't matter what's in the news. Whatever you do, turn up there and the beloved has risen for all today. And when you declare that, it means what? The unction of the Lord is upon you. The Spirit of the Lord is mighty upon you. And I cannot begin to tell you what the Spirit of the Lord will do when it's upon you. What the Spirit of the Lord will do when it's upon you, I begin to tell you, we will not live here today. For instance, when God anointed, Another soul. Bible say he became another man. That is, you can say things that will come to pass. That's what it is. If there are not people upon you, then you can say things that will come to pass. Think about that. What do you want in your job, in your family, in your relationship? As a believer of God, knowing that anointing is upon you, the spirit of the Lord is upon you, you can stand up early in the morning or any time of the day and declare, God, I want this. I want this. And Bible says it's going to come to pass because you are who? You are the beloved. Get that. So being accepted the wisdom does not just mean what just know. No, it's at that level. Everybody is there. Everybody believes God loves them. Right? But we are not having the manifestation. What does it mean for God to love me? How God loves me and I don't have any supply. But how will the name supply? There's an anointing upon me to make sure I can do what I want to do. I can attract people. The one of the Lord is upon me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But do not forget that scripture says you have been accepted in his love. God loves you so, so much. It doesn't matter what you are going through. It doesn't matter what you have or you do not have now. He said He loves you. Then in this, in that said, because you have been accepted in His beloved, don't just stop there. Now come and be aware that you are even much more than David. You know, David had this manifestation before he was, he was not even born again. And he thought you should have more manifestation. David was anointed. He did several things this time. Probably because he just knew God loves him. He just knew the beloved of God. You and I will be anointed in Christ. And we prepare to pray in when we stand to pray in the first prayer, and it's a fresh and nice upon us. And now that anointing that comes upon us for a great number of people in our body, that's why we should not force it. And it is upon us. Why should I force it? And if sickness come, comes, and it is upon me to what? Take away the sickness. It's not a manifestation that we should have. Oh, there's a need to have the beloved God. God will not just look at the sickness as a need to uh, let's see whether supply will come. No, and it is upon me now that commands and supplies will come. I can demand supplies to come. I can take all this kind of supply I want. I think my position of my work, I say, God, this is what I want today. If then as a prophet, like I said, so was another look at that person, prophesy, he can worship me. Besides him what he wants. Hallelujah. Also stand in your feet with that consciousness. Thanks for joining us this week on Righteous Nation Church Teachings. 
abundance of grace has been given you and it's now time to reign more. Are you in Portaco City? Make sure to visit us this Sunday by 8 a.m. or on Wednesday by 5 p.m. and be our guest king at the Righteous Nation Church Romalog, where you can be part of our unique Rainy Kings family and community. See the detailed address in the link attached. Are you on social media? You should follow us on all social media handles at the Righteous Nation Church and also tell and share this station to your friend and be a blessing to them. Keep reading in life, King. The hand of the Lord is upon you mightily. Mm-hmm.